did his pow wow. The Pow Wow with Mo Podcast. What up? And welcome to the Pow Wow with Mo Podcast. I am Mo. I am Pow Wow. And this is episode 28. Sweet. I believe. Yeah, almost as old as I am now. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so what's our first story today? So the first one I have is the Luxury Space Hotel. Um, starting in 2022, um, the startup Orion Span um, is going to be allowing uh, everyday citizens uh, to have a 12-day stay in space. Um, you just need a little bit of money down. Okay. Uh, $80,000 down. Not bad. Uh, that is a refundable deposit. So if you put it down and you want it back, you can get it back. As long as you don't destroy fa- spacecraft or anything. Okay. Um, no, no, that's just to, to get your ticket. Oh, okay. No, no, that's not to go up there. That's just to get... Thought it was like in case you stole a hairdryer. <laughs> You're right, like they do at the hotel? Yeah. Um, but no, um, then you have to finish paying the total of $9.5 million per person to have a 12-night stay uh, in their luxury hotel of about 5,650 cubic feet, um, which is about 43 and a half foot long by 14 foot wide. Um, luxury. Yeah. So people are, you know, asking, you know, why would I want to do this? And they are selling it as an experience as an astronaut. So I mean, you'll experience zero gravity. Uh, you'll be able to see sunrise and sunset. Um, I obviously don't have the money at all to go to this, but even if I did, I don't know if I would do it for that. Um, you do get to see a total of 16 sunrises and then obviously it'll be a sunset every 24 hours. Um, but you'll be able to have the zero gravity about every 90 minutes if you would like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there that wants for just the sexual experience. Yeah. To be right. like, I had real zero G sex. But you know what I mean? The problem is, is that's going to get messy. So now that my brain's going there. <laughs> well, I'm saying like, so NASA's done a lot of experiments. Uh-huh. Right? Like they took fucking worms. What happens to worms up there? And they start growing multiple heads yeah. and shit, right? Yeah. Um, in all these experiments, the NASA ever pay people to have sex and record that data? Well, first off, wouldn't that then be a porn? And if, if they didn't if film were... it. Okay. But if they, I mean, I'm assuming they would. Or then they'd be a prostitute. Right. <laughs> That's where I was kind of going with it. And I'm just now curious where that, because I would assume it is very good knowledge to have. Yeah. But I also like on the International Space Station, they are not allowed to have sex. It's like against their rules. Yeah. And that's why when you're like, this guy just done the longest stint on the International Space Station. I'm like, man, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, but you're you're right. That would be like, what if it does change somehow your your biologicalness of your child? That DNA, may, I don't know. Like, you know, you said with super the worms, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or is it gonna have like the expanse where you know it messes up their growing of their bones because you know you grow like that like that? Right. It was like an inch and a half. And, I'm I'm and sure that would be a, a horrible. Right. Or I'm sure you would be like if you were conceived in space, mm-hmm. born on a spacecraft, and lived on a spacecraft, I feel like you'd be okay. I mean, I think this is a rabbit hole, but I mean, I think it's when you, you went to a planet that you would be like, I'm a weakling. Could, I was like, could you imagine though the arguments from both left and right? Unless about this child, you have anti gravity force field somehow that makes gravity on your spacecraft. Yeah. Then I think you're fine. As long as it's relative to like the planet you're trying to live on. That's true. Because like even if like us living on Earth, mm-hmm. if we went to like a m- small Earth, 
mm-hmm. we would be like super strong for sure. And I, if we I went to like a John like Earth, a, we'd be uh, like Magic School Bus, real, real weak. Exactly. <laughs> That's how we all learn. Now, some a lot of things in the Magic School Bus are actually wrong, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But we, it was true enough. Yeah, I mean, it was right. true. Made enough. you want to learn a little bit at least, right? Um, so something I learned this week, um, kind of interesting. In 1999, mm-hmm. the Tiger Woods golf video game, yeah, uh, that were released for the PS1, was shipped out and had to be recalled because it was shipped with the South Park Christmas special on it. <laughs> okay. Now the only way to watch it was you had to put that PS1 disc into a computer. Okay. And then you could go to the second track, so which who, was who the South Park that, special. Though? Right. Like you would have to kind of know, and then. Being like, well, how did that even happen? Mm-hmm. EA made this game. EA has nothing to do with South Park, yeah, right? Yeah, that's... Um, it's like, how does it even happen? Apparently, it was on PS1 disc. They put dummy data on the end of the disc to fill it out so that the data of the game was closer together on the disc so that the laser didn't have to move as much. Hmm. So that so a lot of games I guess could have had it, but this one got caught with South Park, so it had to be recalled because, you know, parents, especially in 99... Yeah. No one wanted their kids to watch South Park. No, <laughs> no, I hear you. Um, so in the sporting world, um, I, you may have seen this mode with regards to Conor McGregor. Actually, um, when I came into work on Friday, I heard something had happened, and I meant to look it up, but then I spent the whole day watching a live feed of our Oklahoma Senate room. <sighs> Man, for like eight hours. So. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But the, this whole Conor McGregor, and again. Someone please correct me. Um, I've, I've watched a video, and it was somebody that was on the bus that had the chair thrown at the front windshield. Like, just a brief synopsis. It was, and this is how little I know, there was a UFC event, and he attacked a bus, maybe attacked a person, got arrested, and had a mugshot. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and my thing is, he wasn't the only one causing a ruckus. There was people, and secure. it looked like it was just, pure pandemonium at that moment with people going everywhere. Security's trying to stop people. Right. And all of a sudden you see Conor McGregor in this video. Again, I only seen the one video of him trying to pick up anything to throw. Finally, he gets it and throws it at the front of the bus and makes a huge crack on the windshield, which is slightly impressive um, that he was able to do it. Um, I know he's already been stripped of his belt. Um, again, he hasn't fought since like 2016 anyways. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, and then people are trying to compare this to John Jones. Whether this is a fair, he's getting the fair treatment. Whether he should be, you know, punished more than John Jones. Did he or, use steroids or drugs? No. I think it's different. Um, did he beat a woman? No. Right. Um, he did hurt or injure a man. Um, guess what? I, mean, I think it's bad, but I don't think yeah. they're the same thing. I just, I don't know enough about it, but I, I, I didn't know if you had taken a look into it at all. Not really. I need um, to look into it more. Um, kind of speaking of UFC, something that's happening right now is they're having a demo. I think it ends by the time our podcast goes out, so uh-huh. sorry anyone who doesn't know. Um, a demo of the new UFC game, at least on PlayStation, from now until the 9th. Mm-hmm. So I'm downloading it currently. It's the whole game. You just get to have it, and I guess it locks up or whatever after the night um, unless you buy it. And I may. We'll see how much I like it or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I haven't really looked into Conor McGregor. I was really interested in it, but like I said, I just got distracted with other things going on. Yep. Um, I guess since we're speaking of sports, the Thunder uh, may not make the playoffs. I mean, they should. They I think, should. I think they will. I'm, they have three I games they already left. Did. No, um, they, if they lose out, there's a chance. They could okay. not. Um, and really, 
and I heard this from Royce Young, who's the ESPN uh, Thunder rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on the Zach Lowe's podcast the other day, and he said the Thunder could play any team in the playoffs and take on the seven games. And when he says any team, he means the Warriors and he means the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> and I think that is the perfect way to describe yeah. them. I mean, because they lost the other day still against the Warriors even though Steph Curry was out. Right. Well, like, they play up to certain people and they play down the shitty team. It's mm-hmm. so frustrating to watch. And, like, guys will have good games, but it's just they just lose. So the life of a Thunder fan is frustrating at the moment, but it's you gotta, a, yeah. you just got to ride or die with the way Russ plays because that's what they yeah, got. That's how it is. And did you see the Kyrie Irving's out? Yeah. Rest of the season. And um, the Celtics, with missing their two-star players, are going to maybe make the second round of the playoffs, which is crazy. Yeah, to me, that's a little little nuts. Um, again, a little bit in the sporting world, um, it's been talked about with Rob Gronkowski. Um, and my team, the Detroit Lions, uh, and what it's going to take for them to trade because they they got rid of Eric Ebron. Thank God he was a terrible first round pick, um, terrible pick in general for me on the tight end. He just he had hands like a lineman, right? Uh, and that's all he was. He wasn't a run blocking tight end. He was a pure catching tight end, and he just could not catch the ball, especially in clutch moments or in the red zone. Um, so they were talking about what it's going to take to bring in Rob Gronkowski. I don't know if they will actually be able to get the trade taken care of. Would you of. want them to? I think for the immediate future, yes. See, I have mixed feelings on it, even for immediate future. I think he's really good for uh, like games the brand injured. like the brand of the Lions, right? Yeah. A lot of jersey sells, a lot of people watching Lions games, probably on TV more. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, right, he'll probably miss half the season. There's yeah. a good chance he would. He's still going to get right? injured. And I think it would be crazy how much that parallels the Pistons getting Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. It's like we want the white guy in these sports that is a super athlete but gets injured all the time on our teams. Yeah. But maybe they're going to – man, wouldn't it be cool if they had like a show together? Yeah, that'd be like sweet. Little comedy people? Yeah, anyway. I mean, it'd be pretty sweet. Um, something else that I've seen that came out this week is they have been able to improve uh, memory in, with regards to short-term memory um, by 37% by – Sending electrical shocks. Um, they started. Um, I don't trust it. <laughs> uh, they started with people with dementia, um, and they have these. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. They have these little things on their head, uh, and they just basically electro caps. Yeah, they just basically piggybacked off of it. That sent the electric shocks. Yeah, I've seen um, certain different things using that before. So they they've been starting this since uh, this guy who did it started looking into this in the hippocampus area of your brain um, in the 80s, and it slowly worked its way from rats to monkeys to now human testing. Um, they are saying that within a couple of years, that not only that they may be able to implement this for people that have dementia or any t- sort of short-term memory loss, but also for people who are just okay, normal people, right. to be able to improve um, their memory. So... I do see, though, if let's say it happens, right, and everyone's mm-hmm. wearing these metal caps that send shockwaves to help them be smarter. Well, there would, it'll actually be underneath your skull. Oh, okay. Well, either way, <laughs> there'll be those people that'll be like, I don't need one. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm smart enough without it. And I'll go, no, screw that. I'll take it, please. And just give me every well, advantage I will be get. a John Henry scenario. That's the guy right that fought the train in the tall tale. Mm-hmm, I believe so, yeah. Um, And he'll be like, come on, we're doing a math test. Me versus a guy with a chip in his yeah. brain. And he's, like, yeah, he's the one who yells, this 20-pound helmet. Right. I was just going to write the movie script. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, so something again, like I've been pretty shitty this week because first half of the week I was real busy. Second half of the week I was so not busy <laughs> that I did nothing. Um, For sure. YouTube got shot up. They did. Right. And my only note I had when I first saw it, because it was a foreign woman, mm-hmm. liberal-ish, y- yes. I believe, uh, and there was something else that I had there. But anyway, they'd done this, and that is never- it's, She's a vegan? It's typically a white her. male, like, right? Yeah. Generally. And almost always males, but it is rare for like a mass shooting happen. So like, but I've always thought, I didn't- it doesn't seem like it should be that way. I know women that get just as angry, if not more angry, than most males I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is the time that happened. And you might have more info than me, but so I've, I've been looking at some of it. One thing is she used a nine millimeter Smith and Wesson. All right. Um, we're not talking assault rifles here. Yeah. Um, and then I bet she was planted by <laughs> the Parkland students to shoot yes. people with the pistol so that they could take all your guns. Exactly right. Um, I know she. they also have a brother. She has a brother that works there, um, or maybe the, around there. I think he works there is what they said. Um, but he had warned the police that his sister might go and do something. Right. Um, before she went and shot, she went to a gun range. The last major stories have always been like that. The cops knew weeks ahead of time. Exactly, but they didn't do shit. Right. Um, it, it is, I don't know, it, it goes into her her views, which I believe she's a, a vegan and is all about animal well, I think she rights. done like fitness videos or something. She done some sort of videos mm-hmm. and YouTube's new demonetation that they done. So like me and you... Probably will never make money on YouTube because no one even like this is our like least popular week of listens. Yeah, which is fine. Um, someday when you're gonna hit it big, but unless you get like ten thousand views or something, like you're not gonna make money. So mm-hmm. the that bar used to be a lot lower. So I think she was pissed she wasn't getting money like she used to be because they just enacted this new shit like two months ago. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like it was. I read somewhere it was connected to that, that her channel. And, and it may be, profitable. I, I didn't know, I know some people in there, they, of course, you know, it's California, they thought it was just an earthquake. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck it, it's an earthquake, we'll just deal with it. Um, but that, that was not the case. Um, Dude, we hear shit here all the time, they're like, oh yeah, there's just a fire at the ammunition plant. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? That yeah. doesn't sound good. I know, it's like, yeah, we're, we're just used to it, we just move on, it's no big deal. Um, but yeah, I find it, again, a little crazy. Alright, the only serious news story I really had this week, um, that I kind of want to touch on, and I really meant to research it more, and I did not. Um, <laughs> but more or less, like I've always been somewhat fascinated for the fact how ignorant I am of the Israel-Pakistan stuff. Like I really don't know a lot about it. Yeah. But every time it gets brought up, I have a gut reaction to it, the way I feel about it, and it's normally opposite than most people around me. Most people, at least where we live, are very, very pro-Israel. Yeah. And maybe there is a good reason for that. And again, I'm I'm admitting from the beginning I'm ignorant on the subject. But what I see is from what I or from what I know is the UN gave this land to Israel and said y'all are a country because the Holocaust happened or something, right? Like I don't know if that was the exact reason, but it was like here's your land, right? And then now they treat uh like Muslim Islam. I always get the words confused, and I hate to be like Group offensive, them all right? Yeah. I know it's different, but anyway. The Pakistan, uh, not Pakistan, the Palestinian people, mm-hmm. they they kind of treat them like different citizens, and there's like borders set up, and they're real mean to them and all this stuff. And then something going on this week that I'd read a little bit about, should have read more, is that 
Uh, the Palestinians plan on doing a Gandhi-like peaceful protest. And then Israel responded with deploying 100 soldiers with shoot-to-kill orders. And then, like, most people in America are just going to be like, yeah, Israel. Mm-hmm. And then I get that, like, all those other countries hate Israel, so maybe that's why we're like, we got to back them because they would get destroyed without us. But we've given them such such good weapons in comparison to everyone around them that I understand where the jealousy comes from. It's like, uh-huh. we chose one country to help to... F- well, it's like no the way. older sibling getting everything and the younger kid's like, yeah, fuck you. Right, so, again, I know I need to know more, but my normal thought is like, we have propped up Israel so well, and I think it probably has some sort of biblical reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to protect them or whatever for the coming of God. Uh but it's it's very odd from like a political geopolitical thing. You're like, why is why do we always back them? They do crazy stuff like they're going to shoot innocent, peaceful protesters. That yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so in New Jersey this week, uh, there was a couple that was awarded thirty seven million dollars uh, for a talcum powder ca- uh, case with Johnson and Johnson's. Uh, I've always saw those commercials, but I never knew if I used it. Yeah. So. They claim that inhaling the powder for over 30 years, because they consistently used it for over 30 years, um, caused this gentleman's mesothelioma, um, an aggressive and deadly cancer uh, that obviously affects the lungs. And they awarded $30 million to him and $7 million to the wife. Um, however, uh, Johnson & Johnson uh, is saying that this does not go in line with other cases that have happened, because uh, it says that there has been people, uh, workers who have mined and milled talc, which is part of that talcum powder, right. um, over the course of more than 50 years, and they didn't find a single case of mesothelioma. Um, but to me, obviously... The Proof's in the pudding. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, this the reason I bring this up is I was, was at work, um, and someone had made the statement that, well, for $30 million, I'll take some cancer. <laughs> And I'm just like, first off, okay, this is not a cancer that you can beat, at least that I, I'm aware of. Um, it's very aggressive, very deadly. Um, for $30 million, that's going to go away real quick when it comes to medical bills, um, especially when it comes to cancer, because chemo is not cheap, um, nor is any of the other things that you need to take um, going to do that. But I just, I wanted to get your opinion, and this is kind of one of those things we talked about before how much money would it take for you to willingly take something to know you're going to get cancer uh i smoke cigarettes every day so, and i pay money so for nothing. it so uh, the nicotine really, that's what you that's I have what nothing you need. to uh, really say about being a hypocrite uh but my first thought when you said that honestly went straight to and i'm curious if you had this experience i'm sure many people did um elementary school mm-hmm. first day of school they had passed out all the paperwork, right? And one yep. of those paperworks was this insurance thing that you had to take home, have your parents on and bring back. Mm-hmm. But all, we would always read them. And you would read that if you lost a pinky, you get like three grand. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get some money for and it. And if you lost like a ring, middle, or you get like five, a pointer and thumb or worth more, something like yeah. that, right? And we would always be like, I'm cutting off my pinky. They give me $3,000. Not understanding what it all meant. That that was probably like towards insurance. Yeah. You don't just get the pocket fucking three grand because you cut <laughs> off your pinky. <laughs> and I'm I'm surprised that no one ever attempted it. Maybe they did. You just never heard the stories. But I remember we always talked about it. Like, yeah, you gonna cut off a finger for this money? 
but never did. No, I mean, you think about it. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know how many times we're going to football practice. Like, hey, who just wants to run over our foot so we don't have to go to practice today? Oh, dude, me and Clayton, uh, we were the two fat kids in my class. Mm-hmm. We used to be sick like every other day of off season in like eighth grade because like we just hated it. We hated the running and the lifting, and everyone was just seemed meaner to the fat kids. And Clayton's all skinny now, but I don't think he'd be mad at me saying we were the fat kids. That's yeah. how it was. Um, and I think back on that, and I'm like, yeah, it just fucking sucked. I now understand, like, not an athlete these days. I was somewhat inclined that way when I was younger. Not anymore. Not when I had free will. Yeah. I guess. Um so something cool happened to me this week as far as podcasts are concerned right. is uh, I used to like love this group, YouTube company, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. called Kind of Funny. And they're still okay. But yeah, there's like big falling out like over a year ago um, where like my favorite one in their group posted a joke on Twitter that was, wasn't that funny, but it wasn't that offensive. And all the other guys were like, kicked him out of the group, right? Yeah. They say he wasn't kicked out, but anyway. And then he left and done his, made his own company, and he makes more money than the other three combined do Jeez. or whatever, right, because he had fans. Um, anyway, so now he's made a podcast, and he hadn't made one in a long time. He was just doing YouTube videos, and I don't really get on YouTube much. Yeah. Um, so I had like eight to ten episodes of these two podcasts he started to catch up on. Mm-hmm. So I was all like super pumped this week because it's like probably my favorite dude to listen to on podcasts. Um, his podcasts are called Colin's Last Stand. Dude's name's Colin Moriarty. If anyone's um, interested, but he has one over like retro video game or just retro shit. Yeah, like Star Wars, old Nintendo games, stuff like that. And another one where they just talk about random shit, kind of like we talk about random shit. But theirs is more focused, and ours is kind of shittier. Um, but anyway, so that was a cool surprise. So I listened a lot of that guy this week for sure. So w- the last thing I have here is. I know we had talked about, um, I don't know how many podcasts ago it was, with regarding the Nazca lines, um, that crazy yeah. guy who decided to drive on them. Well, there is actually some, I don't want to say new, new found Nazca lines, um, where those ones were actually like laying flat on the ground and you could see above. Right. These are actually on the side of hills and, and mountains. I've seen some of those before. Um, And there's some of them that are so... I don't... They call them Nazca lines? No. No, and these are actually from... Because uh, they're they're saying that there is two cultures that had created these lines, uh, the Paracas and the Nazca. Um, that's that's what they're going with. Is these ones who created? Because again, we talked to them. You know, that made these over a thousand years ago, and they told us that. Um, I mean, they might have man. Who knows? <laughs> they didn't have video games and movies to distract them. They could have made exactly. Um, but there is a a couple of them that are depicting humans, warriors, is what they look like. Um, but there is one that is kind of intriguing people. Which to me, when I look at it, I go, "Oh, someone was just drunk and drew a bunch of whole a whole bunch of different lines." Um, but apparently, they were done at like different stages with regards to years apart. I don't know how you can tell that. Um, well, you see, the white rock chalk wears off at a decay rate of whatever, <laughs> and they know this. That's okay. Um, but this one, and they're not sure what it is, but there's just several straight lines and no discernible pattern at all. Um, they just say that there are different times um, between uh, the Paracas culture that um, they think could either mean anything from coordinates to star patterns to whatever it is. Um, but I just found it crazy that there's been some of these that's been there for obviously hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, and a few of them we are just now realizing. I don't know if it's just now the, you know, 
outside of those villages realizing probably that uh there was icebergs in the way but now that they're melted <laughs> we can access these other areas of earth for sure um all right so i the only thing i really i guess is uh what i think is the fun shit so this week i've been obsessed with mobile simulation games okay so like games on my cell phone that are simulation games. So mm -hmm. I love Game Dev Tycoon on the PC. It came out on the phone for Android, because that's what I have, uh, a few months ago, and I bought it, and I played a little bit. And then once I kind of got done with that, I was like, I'm going to go see what else we got out here. Download this one that I played for like 24 hours straight, like almost did nothing else, um, called MMA Manager, I believe was what it was called. Okay. And you like manage an MMA gym. And then you like recruit fighters and you train them and then you schedule them fights and you give them strategies and graphics are real bad, but there's like, I don't know, it's funnish, right? Yeah. And in 24 hours, I like beat everything about the game. So I was like, well, I guess I got through that too quick. So then that led me to download um, a game called Sound or no, Pop Scene. Pop Scene, okay. Yes. Um, and it's so janky and not good at all that I keep playing it. I played it all morning. <laughs> but what's cool about it is whenever, like on this, you make a guy, like I'm I'm like a little rapper guy, right? Mm -hmm. Microphone's my instrument. And then I'm, I found a guy that looks close enough to you that I named you. And I put you on a turntable and me with a microphone. And then whenever you make a song, I can literally upload one of my songs. And then that's the song in the game. So I've had fun with it for that one reason. Because yeah. I have made a lot of songs, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to upload it in here. And it plays it, and then some of them are good and some are bad. And it's not a real good game. I don't understand how to make stuff better. Not in, Never in tutorials anything and tells you how to do anything. Um, but I have been just weirdly obsessed with these. I've downloaded about eight of them this week. Just been trying them all out. Anything that looked halfway interesting as far as a sim game. Like I, I skipped on the Battleship sim. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about running a crew of a battleship necessarily. Yeah. Um, but a record label sounded cool. For sure. And then me and you played some Fortnite a little this week since our last podcast. Yeah, uh, we have. We had a few good games, some not so good games. Some we got destroyed. From what my honest take on it is I have way more fun when me and you land really far away from everyone else. We have some areas that we can ramsack ourselves without finding anybody, getting some weapons, and at least when we do find people, whether if we kill some or we lose, at least we played a little bit. I do. I don't personally like when we're like, let's go to the busiest areas, and then die really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> that's never fun to me. So that happened last night. I got on with my little brother um, and his three buddies. Right. And so they're always one drop like salty or tilted somewhere where there's a fuckload of people. Right. Okay. But like, just stick together and we'll be fine. No. I'm not going to be fine. You all who can build a fort in about three halves of a second right. are, are going to be fine. Well, and they sit back a lot when yes. I played with them. Um, I go sit, wait. Like we just go get a gun. Let's just go find people That's and shoot. Um, but no, they sit and wait. They go and methodically go about it, really. Right. Or we're just more of just like the run and gun type people. And then a TV show I really meant to mention last week that I've started is a new HBO show with Bill Hader. And it's called Barry. Yeah. And he's a CIA a sat, or former Marine that now is a contract killer. And one of his targets in the in episode one is going to an acting class. So he follows him into an acting class. And Henry Winkler is his acting coach. 
and he like falls in love with acting uh, mm -hmm. Bill Hader's character, right? So now he wants to be an actor while also still being a hitman. And that's basically the premise of the show. Yeah. It's not laugh out loud funny, but it's kind of like a uh, dark giggly funny, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I really like it. I know Koopy really likes it. So I'll probably keep that one going. And then last week I told a story about how I lost my Banner Saga playthrough data. Mm -hmm. Right after we did the podcast, I had an epiphany of every morning my online data gets uploaded to the cloud. So I just went and downloaded that and overwrote the data because that happened to me that morning. Yeah. And then it overwrote my save and I got to redo it, beat Banner Saga this week. So knock that out. Now I want to get the second one because apparently your save data carries over. Like people that died and lived and all that carries over the other games. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I might have to check out the second game. Um, and then PlayStation Plus is giving away some pretty good games this month. I don't know if you've checked that out or not. I've not. Um, one is Mad Max, which is like after mm -hmm. the movie you're at. Uh, the game always looked cool, but I never bought it or played it. So yeah. I just downloaded that. I've played about 30 minutes of it so far. Just got into it. Um, seems pretty fun. I mean, it's really just driving around a desert in a car. And then your car has weapons on it. Mm -hmm. And then you're fighting Mad Max people, but yeah. it's pretty fun for free, you know, or if you already have PlayStation plus anyway. All right. So that's all I had. Um, let's just, I think we should come up with a story right now before we go to break. Okay. Before you do that, I do have yeah. one last oh, current, current event. Um, and I want to say congratulations to snappy. Um, he got second at state, uh, in his division, um, for judo. I know he's been doing this now for, I think it's been six months only. It's been long just about six months. Um, I know he's lost like almost 40 pounds with it. And he's doing a great job. So I want to congratulate Snappy. Good job out there, man. Um, hopefully next time you'll be able to take both divisions. All right. I don't really know um, which what story we should tell. All right. I think I got one. Okay. We're going to go with one of the first times you went to Warica. You met my little... Oh, one quick thing. Yeah. Something I checked up on research after I mentioned it, and then you also spoke to an attorney about it, and so we kind of figured this out. As long as it happened over seven years ago, we're pretty much good unless we murdered someone. Correct. So almost everything we talk about happened over seven years ago. Yeah. Um, if not more. Right? So, And I've never Most murdered anybody, more. so I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we're good. Um, so anyway, you went with me to Warica. We went to my cousin's friend's house. We will call C Money. Yep. And now I had smoked salvia when I was on a senior trip and at the end of high school, right? Like I graduated, we took a senior trip, found some salvia at a head shop, smoked it, thought this was weird, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Now C Money, he had some like, I had like 20X concentrate. He had like 50X concentrate and they told us it was 40 yeah. And then they slipped the 50 in there. So basically, um, if you're not familiar with salvia, it's something like Indians used to smoke as rituals or some shit. Mm -hmm. And you used to be able to just buy a salvia plant at Walmart. It wasn't yeah. a big deal at all until they realized you could do something to concentrate it down and smoke it and, and trip out. They so, actually had some last year when we went up there. Did they? Because I go, I go, Jill, that's a salvia plant. I didn't think they were supposed to have these here anymore. <laughs> maybe maybe someone didn't pay attention on the well, order. Well, I mean, you have to do a lot of work to, yeah, make for it, sure. to get it there. But I have no idea how that works, but yeah, still. Anyway, the best way I can describe it, um, not that I would really know 100%, it's kind of like, um, it's what I imagine peyote would be like for like a brief second. Yeah. 
and or like because it doesn't last but like five minutes. the way you imagine acid mm-hmm. like the old school acid yeah. right um not these little bunk paper tabs <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so basically you smoke it like weed and it makes you trip out for like five ten minutes yeah and now there are a few experiences with different people because they gave us to us after yes us, but me and you do it and <laughs> i remember very vividly uh at least like my experience and then what I saw of yours. And you, I remember mine. And you can give me what you felt as well. Um, but we made you do it first. Yes, I was the one who did it first. And you were underneath this air conditioning vent. Which was the, the worst part of that whole thing. And you hit it and then you start just speaking gibberish. Like you were talking and then you were like, doop a doop. But see, and then the thing is, I thought I was speaking clearly. Right. And then you just start giggling uncontrollably. And then yelling, like, something's stabbing you or something. Yes. And you were, like, acting like someone was stabbing you, but you couldn't really speak English. And you were, like... And I was frozen. <laughs> right. Couldn't move. And so you were, like, shaking and giggly and uncomfortable looking, but we had no idea what was going on with you. And then eventually you come out of it, and you are like, the cold air felt like needles. Yeah. <laughs> and you were pretty coherent. It, it right? was, yeah. It, it was, like I said, about five minutes. And I remember the other thing was I was sitting on a bed. My feet wasn't touching the floor. Right. And I felt like I was so high off of the floor. If I fell off, I was going to fall. I was going to die. Right. But then I couldn't move because I kept getting hit by these ice bullets that come from this air conditioner. And so it I happens. was just frozen. And I couldn't talk. Couldn't move for a moment. Um Again, it only lasts about five minutes, and then, then it's... Probably less, really. Um, it, it feels like it's an hour long that you're inside of there. Right. And then I remember mine um, being very odd to the fact... Because, like I said, I've, I'd done it before previously. Uh-huh. I kind of knew what to expect a little bit, but this was a lot stronger. Um, and I remember it hit me all at once, and I got real giggly as well. Mm-hmm. And then my eyes were closed because I was giggling, and I couldn't open my eyeballs. And while my eyes were closed, every time you talked, in my vision, I imagined, like, blue paint splashing mm-hmm. and then whenever sea money talked it was like yellow and shadow talked like red and it was like somehow y'all's voices were making visuals in my head and i was like this is crazy and then i finally opened my eyes and i was trying to reach for my drink really bad but i just could not get my arm there because it felt like there were ropes attached to my limbs <laughs> in which i could not move them and then i remember because i was a you're aware enough to mm-hmm. be like well this will be over in a second yeah so you're not freaking out no but you are like fascinated like how is this even fucking happening exactly <laughs> like it somehow keeps you aware enough to be like i want to know how this works mm-hmm. and then yeah when it's over you're like oh that was crazy yep and then yeah they gave us some and uh there's a girl you were dating at the time and her friends that came over <sighs> and that one was scary because she ran straight for well, the, the kitchen and grabbed a knife we go okay look we have to make sure no one goes into the kitchen and acts a fool first thing you're like, she jets yeah straight for the kitchen yeah I literally have to tackle her and go, no. Does she get a knife in her hand? I go, yeah. I go, no, 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 no. Put it down. Yeah. So not safe for everyone. No. That's what I'm saying. Um, so anyway, Salvia, I don't think it's illegal. Yeah. Quite. It wasn't at the time. At the time, you could just freely buy it at head shops. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not illegal at all. It might be now for getting there. No. Um, so like this one isn't even an illegal story. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Uh, we do have two emails, I believe, this week. We might have more. Mm-hmm. I'll check. Um, I briefly read both of them, but there was kind of a lot to both of them. So I thought it'll be more natural if we just really get a, a good. Read them at that time. Right. For sure. Um, and then we're doing top five favorite baseball players. Yes. 
So you'll probably talk the most during that. <laughs> For I sure. I don't have a fifth yet. I got to figure that out. Um, and then that'll be our episode this week. For sure. All right, we'll be back. All right, and we are back. So, Pow Wow. So, if anyone has any suggestions, corrections, or ideas, please email us at thepowwowwithmo at gmail.com. That is T-H-E-P-O-W-W-O-W-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. All right, and this week we have two emails. Two. Uh, first one's from Rusty. It's a little long. I'll try to read it all. Uh, it's going to be hard because it's a little long, so I'm sure I'm going to paraphrase and For sure. apologize if it comes off incorrectly. But it says, what's up, guys? Uh, you're okay to keep reading. I'm not trying to convert anyone, just sharing a different point of view. Said, so there's been a couple of comments about religion, and he's thought about them a lot. Uh, these were religion and nakedness of Native Americans and religion and slaves. Um, he says, thinks it's important to point out that there is a difference between Christianity and Christians. Uh, Christianity is focused on Christ, who several historians can verify, and Christians are people. One of his religious leaders said, um, a quote, except for his son, all God has to work with is imperfect people, and that must be very frustrating for him. So, Put a break there. Um, he gets more into the neckiness and the Native Americans and most of that stuff. I, I agree with him. Yeah. Um, I understand this whole Christianity is not Christians, but for someone like me who was a Christian for so long and I now do not identify as that, mm-hmm. I think I'm agnostic at best. Yeah. On like good days. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> I can only really go off what I see, right? And I grew up with a lot of hypocrites. And I know, like, the response here would be like, but that's not God. That's his followers, and they're imperfect people. Uh, But people are made after God's image. I I don't know. There's just too much. And the quote, even though I think it is a nice little quote of the whole imperfect, you know, humans. Yeah. I think when you come with something when someone like me doesn't believe in a judge, I don't believe in, like, an all-seeing judge. So that quote just doesn't have an effect on me. And now I wish all the time that I believed, like if I could, I always like, I would never change anything about my life. If there was one thing I would change, I wish I still believed and I could undo all my thinking that led to where I am now Yeah, because I am to a point I can never go back. And if I did, I'd be bullshitting. Right. And it's like, so I'm like, yeah, I get, I want to be there. I, I really I think someone out there, if they are listening to this, it's a devout Christian, goes, challenge accepted. Right. Sorry, I just had the first thing. And I, saying, and I used to be a firebrand as well. Yeah. Right? And I always uh, compare it to, like, when I found out Santa wasn't real, mm-hmm. I went to school, and anyone I knew that believed in Santa. You had to tell them. I had to tell them, right? And they would look at me, and I had all the evidence in the world. Yeah. Right? And they would look at me and be like, I know, because I believe yep. in my heart. And it didn't matter what I said. And then it took me a while uh, once I had these beliefs of mm-hmm. my thoughts of life, to not talk about them because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if someone's going to believe in their heart and it's on, it's on them. Faith of, you know, is over whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they felt it. They've seen things that I would consider a coincidence. You know, like it just different perspectives and you yeah. are who you are. So now I'm at the point where like, that's what you need. And that makes your life better. I'm all for it. But I, I do think it's all fair for me to judge someone who preaches something they don't practice. I agree. Like, if you're going to put it out there, 
then I get to make fun of you if I know that there's a Bible verse that says no tattoos right by the one that says no homosexuality and you're like protesting homosexuality while you have tattoos, I'm going to say something. And I'm like, I think that's all fair. But you're right to free speech. I mean, to right. me, it's... So anyway, that's my... I really don't want to get into it, but we kind of had to touch on a little bit. So I get we're probably against that. I'm sure most of my tone... Is I think there are a lot of positives. I think there's so many universal truths in it. For sure. Um, I think it's odd that, like Rezzy was saying, it's the falling of Christ, that they don't have the Sermon of the Beatitudes on fucking court walls. Instead, we have the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. which is the Old Testament, and undo a Christ. And most of the things that people are like, when they like protest and conservatives really take things seriously in politics, is normally Old Testament stuff, mm-hmm. which isn't the Christ thing. So I always get very confused by that to where I'm like, I just don't want any part of it. understand. Anyway, so second part of this, which I, I think I agree with more. He says, you know, clothing helps people endure harsher climates um, and more climate fluctuations. So it serves a purpose other than just hiding skin, which I think that is clear. Yeah. Uh, it says at the time slavery was being practiced. And before that, popes and other Christian leaders denounced the practice. Slaves were given hope of freedom in the afterlife. And it could be that hope that actually helped them to know the validity of their struggle for freedom in this life. I think the story of Moses for sure helped slaves yeah. uh, relate. I think it made them very docile and easy to control by slave owners if they believe the same religion. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it was an act. And I think I'm sure there were morally just people that really thought, but I think if they were caring enough about these people's souls in the afterlife, why didn't they care enough about these people in their lives? While they're here, yeah. So that's just a real convenient thing, right? I don't know. And I get it. It was a totally different time. Yes, yeah. it's, it's almost impossible to imagine how people think, thought yeah, at that he, time. Their thought process. I, I, there's no way I could even be on the same level at all. And then Lessing says the main thing he's trying to say is much like the Islamophobia, the seem to spread after 9-11, uh, strong feelings towards religion often results uh, when we put too much emphasis on people instead of the teachings. And I agree. And uh, I think most people that are like kind of against religion, like I seem to be a little bit, mm-hmm. And liberals in general, and I, this is one of the things I hate about liberals, is they're really quick to defend uh, Islam. Right? It's like, no, they have their, they're not any worse than any. And it's like, I think they kind of are, though. Like, they have current practices of killing people, or certain sects do, right? Yeah. Like, even the Westboro Baptist Church isn't killing people. So, like, they're extremists at this current time in history are more extreme. Mm-hmm. And I think we should be open to that, right? Like, I don't think they should be like, don't hurt feelings. It's like, no. There are certain places on this earth where those teachings are practiced in such a radical way. Just like in Africa, there are certain places where um, like people are getting tribes people to kill all the homosexuals, and they're using the Bible to do it. Yeah. Right? Not saying that every Christian agrees with that or whatever, right? but some people do take advantage of these things. And use and them it, for their own purpose. And it goes right. It just goes really wrong. Uh, for sure. It, maybe someday I'll find, come across the right church. It's like, God was an alien, captain of a spaceship, found a monkey, genetically beefed him up, called that dude Adam. They made a whole bunch of them because not two people populated the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have, but it would have bought took Anyway, not, it's beside the point. Yeah. Um, I could probably get behind that stuff, right? And it was like, oh, and they left this note of putting your shitter really far away from where you eat thousands of years before we knew what germs were yeah. you know, in the Bible or whatever. So, um. Oh, no, I give way into religion, and I'm really interested in it. I, I think what throws a lot of people off is I want to ask questions about religions. Like, if someone has a religion I'm not familiar with, and then people always get um, clam up. 
Very defensive. Right. Like there was one guy uh, who was a Mormon, um, mm -hmm. absolutely, that was in our fraternity, and he would not answer any question I had. No. Now, I think he, had, he was like a foster kid. I think he had a bad experience. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, man, that's like he's like super secretive. And that's how a lot of people are with any anything. Agreed. Right? And then, I mean, we had had, you know, mutual coworkers that, and there's one in particular that I can think of that, I have been because I am also very intrigued. Like, yeah, I would like to know more. I just don't know enough. Right. Uh, I mean, I was I went to Baptist. Well, I would like to think there is something that connects them all, and there's like this universal truth, right? Agreed. So, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'll figure it out. There are. I mean, and again, I, we've had this discussion more times than than I could ever count. Is we understand the basic teachings are still good, um, but I just there's some things that I, I can't just get along with, and again. And it may be my interpretation or maybe the way that it was explained to me at that time. But there is someone that I've actually been asking questions because I just have wanted to know a few things. And it is nice to finally talk with somebody that doesn't judge or immediately go, no, you're wrong here. Right. They'll, they'll just, that's your opinion. That's great. Here's how I am viewing it. I think I can have that more of a conversation with somebody if they go, I understand that's your opinion. Here's my opinion. And as long as we can walk away going, okay, that's yours. That's mine. You're not trying to force us. I think that's the best way, but you're right, especially where we are at. It is very difficult to bring it up without somebody getting defensive or thinking that you were speaking negatively when you just want to learn more. Right. It's just the way the questions come across. They take it as an attack. I mean, almost. I mentioned last week, I, I'm, I have the habit of speaking condescendingly. And so when I'm like, <laughs> well, do you believe this? And they're like, fuck you. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, that maybe someday, like I said, one more stuff. Honestly, ancient aliens, and I've I've counted this more times. It has gotten my brain going and gotten me more into thinking about anything else. And I know for a fact it's all bullshit. Like I'm not even for a second like that's true. Mm -hmm. But I just enjoy the way it makes my brain think. Like I just really enjoy that shit. Right? Yeah. It's not. It's all uh, like this whole what if. Not well. No one can know. So shut up. Like yeah. I just don't do well with that answer. Right. All right, and we have one more email from Marissa. Yes. Not quite as long. No, um, but I do have some questions. Right, so let's get into it. Verbatim. <laughs> it says, one hour, seven minutes, 37 seconds, lighter clicks. Inhale, blah, etc. Russia. One hour, six minutes, 29 seconds, lighter click, clicks. Inhale, more Trump, Russia, blah, etc. Open parentheses. I would like the link to the Fox Obama Trump comparison video. I will try to find that and send that to you, Marissa. Yeah. And then says one hour, four minutes, seven seconds, ladder click. Then I got bored listening for ladder clicks and had to rewind and start paying attention. So that's the first half. I'm going to go into this first. Not once ever. when recording this have we ever clicked a lighter. Never. <laughs> so I could go back to, it looks like this was episode 25 you're listening to. I could go back in those exact moments and see what it is. If I had to guess, I sit in a squeaky chair and then Powell gets excited sometimes and slams his ring finger down on the table. <laughs> so it might have been those things. Um, if not, you're just hearing shit. <laughs> and episode 25 is when we were using one microphone. So it was picking up. Yeah, it was a weird editing thing, so it could be something there too. I don't, I'm not positive what happened. Um, then he says, One day I would like to sit on a podcast that could probably happen. Yeah, um, side note, um, is there a PayPal set up of some sort of fund account to donate to for future equipment? Um, on that, I think I could just get like my PayPal 
code or some shit. I haven't looked at PayPal in a while. Mm-hmm. And I could just do it that way instead of setting up a new one. Because I was thinking like a Patreon would be cool, but we don't really have enough followers for all that. And then like GoFundMe, I think they take percentages. Um, and you have to set goals and shit. But yeah, that might be something we look into. Yeah. Um, because Powell may lose his microphone he uses soon. <laughs> and we sure. need to get new shit if possible because it would make my job a lot easier. Um, and then also she sent us this link to Shazam is real on yeah. collegehumor.com. Uh, I didn't notice that link the other day or else I would have watched it, but I will watch it after this. I'm sure it is entertaining. College humor is normally pretty good. Yeah. All right. So powwow this week, we have a list that'll probably be you talking way more than me. Chances are with top five favorite baseball players. Yes. I barely got to five. I mean, I had some honorable mentions, but the way I chose my five was weird. And I know yours is probably a lot more difficult. You probably struggled with this. Yeah, I mean, it was, I had, first off, I had to just narrow down the list to about 15 people um, in general. And, and honestly, what I did is at first, I thought of, okay, who are the, who at least top 10, 20 people that immediately came to my mind when I thought about baseball, at least when I was younger, right. going through up until right before I went to college. Um, even just a, a little bit in there. And then... I actually looked at some of my baseball memorabilia that I have, and I have obviously. I mean, you've seen some of the things that I've got. I'd, I have, I don't know, I'd probably say 8,000, 9,000 baseball cards. Um, I have a, a giant picture of the number one that I have on my list here. And right. then to think about the influences that it had on me on the game, on not only what I, how I played, but also how I acted and carried myself throughout the game. Um, so that was how I set it up. So starting with that, my number five on top five favorite baseball players is going to be Derek Jeter. So I, know, I have no Yankees on my list. I know everyone hates the Yankees. Oh, excuse me. Either you love the Yankees right. or you hate them. Granted, they have like 27, 28, you know, World Series championships. Yeah, they're the Michael Jordan of baseball. Right. Well, um, and for me, because um, growing up, I like the Mariners. They were always my team. Uh-huh. But they didn't really win, right? At least for a long time there. So I was a Boston Red Sox fan by the way of hating the Yankees. I be- like I didn't really yeah. care about the Red Sox. And I quit being a fan as soon as they won the first World Series. In two thousand four, yeah. Because then their fans got annoying and everyone was a fan all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You saw hats everywhere. But before that, I had this dope condom sock Boston Red Sox hat. That's what I call it, because they had a little tip like yeah. a condom on this sock and my grandma got it for me it was like a hall of fame collection or something and it was so awesome but anyway i'd like them only because i hated the yankees yeah and i mean i like Derek. g i mean there's a, a few people on that team i um, you know jorge posada andy pettit um roger clemens later on there's players that i liked but Derek jeter the reason i liked him is that one he had class and two he was just that player he had my favorite number of two um, but he was just that player that was just so good. He was consistent. Very consistent. But he wasn't that, I'm telling you I'm better than everybody else. Right. And to me, that was a big thing. Um, and and, and just, he had cool myths about all of his lady dates. <laughs> yeah. He had a gift bag waiting for them after intercourse. Exactly. I mean, just, to send them on their way. There's some funny things. And then it was great to see him cap his career with the 3,000 hit being a home run. I think that was great for him. Right. Um, and then his send off that he got from all of the teams, which then started kind of a trend with a few other people like David Ortiz, 
that whenever they were retiring, they got you know things right. from other teams that I thought was. I want to say that wasn't the same year Kobe was getting the same thing mm-hmm. like him and Derek Jeter. Yeah, and it was just really awesome. Um, but I had to have him on the list, so Derek Jeter is my number five. All right, my number five is the only current player. Okay. Because I don't care about baseball um, these days very much. Mm-hmm. Very takes a lot for me to care. Um, if I've thought about buying a new baseball game, that would probably get get me into a little bit. And that's why the number five guys there is Mike Trout. I'll say Mike Trout. And it is only by happenstance, okay, that me and you were playing MLB the show, whatever year it was, uh-huh. that he was a rookie or just got drafted or something. And on the game, he was on the Triple A team. And I don't even know how, because I just fuck around with trades. When me and you play a game, what happens is, they're in between games. I mess around with trades, salary costs, tickets. I still remember Eric Chavez. All this stupid stuff. And then when we play the games, like me and you'll just play it. I will mm-hmm. switch the controllers back and forth and all that. And we, I just happened to be like, I'm, dra- I'm going to trade for this guy, Mike Trout. And we did. And then he was awesome on the game. And we just were like, go us. We found this awesome. Yeah. And then in the real world, all of a sudden, he's like, Mike Trout. Yeah, I mean, he is one of the most athletic players that I've ever seen. Most athletic white guy. Yeah. Baseball I mean, player in a long time. He can jump, he can hit, he can run, and he can obviously catch and throw. Um, but he's just an all Like, he has no talent. weaknesses. Right. Right now, yeah, he does not. Now, granted, I don't know if it's um, – because he has great mechanics, but, like, his there's a few things that, especially on a swing, that he definitely uses his um, strength to. But, again, when you're younger – you can kind of do that, no problem. Right. Um, but I, I, that's a great pick. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, I know awesome. he's, like, really good and, and might be the best ever when it's all said and done. But my only reason for putting him here is because of this rain on video game thing <laughs> that happened, and it was cool that it happened. And like you said, I think we had Eric Chavez and I want to say Barry Zito. That might have been it. We had, like, two other that, like, had, like, a comeback in real life, but it was after we made them do a comeback on a video game. So we felt like we had, like, a magic video game save that was making real-world stuff happen. Yeah. So anyway. I hear you. All right, so who is your number four? So my number four, um, and what's funny is I, I actually just changed this right before we came back in here, and it's going to be Barry Bonds. Okay. Um, I thought about it, but I didn't I didn't love him. I didn't hate him. So maybe that puts me on the upside because a lot of people hate him. Uh-huh. And, but. I mean, I liked him. Yes, he used performance-enhancing drugs. Probably. Um, agreed. Probably. Um, but my biggest thing is he is in the 500-500 club, 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. He was the first one ever there. Right. Um, he, I mean, I think Mike Trout and people like that are, have the – Bryce Harper have the ability to get there. Um, but he just, for the longest time, not only was he such an amazing hitter, but his fielding abilities – were awesome. And obviously, like I just mentioned, his 500 stolen bases, he was fast. Right. Now, granted, whenever he had the home run season of over 70 home runs, um, his head looked like it tripled. I mean, I personally believe that all those guys in that time period, they used it. I don't think any of them knew they were taking what we call steroids. I think at the time of them starting them, it was told to them by another name. Mm-hmm. I, guarantee, I bet they were told, this isn't steroids, this is something else. And then they just took it. Yeah. And I mean, they were like, oh, this works for me. Like, I don't really think it was some malicious, uh, we're going to ruin the game of baseball thing. And it was very exciting. Yeah. It was I awesome. Mean, the home run race with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was awesome. Never understand. Because to me, like, I want to say this is a study that's been done, that more pitchers took steroids than hitters when they look back and vote, polled people and I stuff. I surprised. Right, percentage-wise. And it's like that kept them from doing that every five games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So honestly, it was almost like the hitters had to take it to keep up in a way, right? Now, someone like Chipper Jones, who says, you know, never did whatever, Golden Child, he would still be like, well, fuck that, right? I mean, he was actually, he, him and Derek Jeter, I was teetering on who was going to be my number five. Right. Because Chipper Jones was a switch hitter, obviously Braves, third baseman. He, and he was the Golden Child. Didn't use anything. He was your country boy, just let me play the game. Very similar to a, a Cal Ripken. Um, with that attitude. Right. But, no, I, I agree. There is a lot of pitchers. Um, Roger Clemens, to me, being the most famous pitcher. Well, I just think, like, everyone had the same opportunities. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mentioned before, probably on this podcast, motherfuckers done speed and amphetamines, all kinds mm -hmm. of stuff in early baseball. Yeah. And, like, it just, no one cared as long as they could play. And, again, you still have to hit the ball to make it go. Right. I don't think steroids are going to necessarily make you have better <laughs> hand-eye coordination. Um, for sure. Unless you see pro video game players starting to do it. Yeah, exactly. All right. My number four is, first I want to say, he has a badass commercial on TV that he gets mocked for currently. Okay. And he only became, he's only number four on my list because I think I mentioned this with our favorite football players. Um when we all collect, collected baseball cards, right? Baseball cards are the first card pack I ever got. Like, not football or basketball yeah. cards, but a baseball card. And in my card pack, the best player I got in my pack was Frank Thomas. And then from that moment on, like Jim Kelly with my football cards, mm -hmm. I decided I was going to trade for everyone's Frank Thomas card that I possibly could. Gotcha. So I had a bunch of fucking Frank Thomas cards. Yeah. And now, now I know he was actually, like, pretty good. Yeah, he was. Like, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Is he all right? I don't think he's been retired long enough. I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, so, yeah, he's on those, like, Extends commercials or whatever it is now. I don't think it's Extends, but basically penis growth pills commercials. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone mocks him, but. Yeah, he got in 2014. Okay, yeah. Anyway, he was, like, a DH slash first baseman. I guess White Sox are the American League. Mm, yes. Honestly, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't remember either. Um Man, they went to the World Series. Who they play in the World Series? I could figure this out. Um, but anyway, I really liked Frank Thomas growing up, mainly just because I collected baseball cards. Besides that, I don't have like a huge connection to him, but that was enough to make it as my number four. For sure. Um, so my number three is going to be uh, the only current player, and that is on my favorite team, the Detroit Tigers. That is Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, when I was looking up uh, just different baseball players, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I bet he'll be on yours because he's really good. I mean, he is – I mean, he is the last Triple Crown winner since Yaz. Um, and by the way, he, White Sox American League. Um, okay. I don't know why I didn't know that because they're in the Central League with the Tigers. Um, Fucking Powell. I know, right? But Miguel Cabrera, um, he won the World Series with uh, the Marlins, which is a guy that I believe might be on your list just because you had sent it to me. No, see, I decided against putting that guy on my list because I had to text you for his name. Probably wasn't on my list. Well, what was funny is as soon as, as, soon as you sent that to me, and it was funny because the day that you sent that, he was one of the people I was thinking of because he also played for the Tigers. Right. Um, but we can talk about him in a moment. But, but Miguel Cabrera, I mean, he is one of those players. Obviously, he is not the fastest guy in the world. Right. Um, but his ability to hit a baseball to me, is almost second to none because, his, first off, he looks effortless. He has so many home runs to opposite field. It's crazy. What's going on with my UFC theory or my MMA fighters we picked, mm -hmm. he has that whole he doesn't look athletic thing that kind of goes for him. Yeah. Because it looks like he's just kind of a chubby Latino guy, right? Mm-hmm. But then he, like, is a 
and I guess that's the thing about baseball. You can be that. You can not necessarily be in the best shape of your life and be good at baseball. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's true. I mean, and for a while, he's not like, you know, six-pack person. But well, I mean, he, he's still young. Any kind, I mean, in my memory, and you'll know because he played on your team, it seemed like the Triple Crown thing almost came out of nowhere. Like, he was good before, but he wasn't like... Then he, like, went to another level of good, right? He was, I mean, he was good, but he wasn't, you know... 330 batting average, 44 home runs, and 139 RBI. I remember when it all happened, we lived together, uh, and you were real into it. He was always good in one area every year, whether it was a home runs, a batting average. I mean, his batting average has been pretty consistent. Um, but he was always at next level. But that year um, was just awesome. It was in 2013. Um, and now I know there was a story that came out this past year that asked him about it because basically what happened this past year with Detroit Tigers, they just – sent all of their players away. Right. Um, Miguel Cabrera won't because he got had over a $100 million contract. It's got like six years left. He, they're not getting rid of that. Right. Um, he, I think he deserves it for what he put in for the Tigers. Um, but he was talking, he goes, I still don't know how I didn't win a World Series. Yeah. Because true. for that five-year stretch, the Detroit Tigers were a World Series contender every single year. They made it to the World Series Verlander a couple times. Them. Verlander killed it in the season, but of course he goes to the Astros, decides to get himself a ring there. Because um, Kate Upton wasn't around. He's so distracted. <laughs> um, Who but, can blame him? Agreed. But no, it, he is phenomenal what he does. Um, you know, he converted over to first base and he still does great there. But it is exciting to see that he goes, I'm ready to come in every day and teach these young kids. Um, he knows he's on the home stretch of his career. Right. Um, I don't ever see a World Series happening for him again, um, unless the, only on video games. Yeah, unless they get some you know crazy young players, kind of like the Astros team did. That yeah, but the Astros team is really planned for that. Well, and I'll say they built in their farm right. league and built them up. Where the Detroit Tigers, the only way they could do it is if they did a Yankees pull when they did one with Alex Rodriguez, and they just get everyone on their one last good year, and right. they kind of go on from there. But Miggy is my number three. All right, my number three is going to be David Ortiz. It's a great pick. Because he looks like a big panda bear. <laughs> and he was always funny. Yep. For, a guy, for someone who doesn't speak English, his humor translated, mm-hmm. which I think is rare. Um, I like Manny Ramirez as well. Yeah. But David Ortiz is just my favorite of that team. I like Johnny Damon, cause, but he was a little guy, right? Like David Ortiz is like a big guy. No, no, just like David yeah. Ortiz. Um, I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, John Damon was just as tall as David, but he was not. David Ortiz is just a massive, right? Big Poppy. I mean, that's yeah. his name. Um, he had a show actually on MTV. Um, maybe it was last year. Dude, I haven't um, watched MTV in so long. Me neither. But, but I'd seen it come on there. I just it didn't intrigue me at all. Right. But he is a great hitter. I mean, he's one of the best DHs besides Frank Thomas. I think those two are arguable. Right. Um, but uh, that's a great one. Uh, so my number two is going to be Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez. Figured it would show up somewhere in there. Um, everyone I knew growing up. All right, so one thing about me, besides the fact I hate great players, because I've talked about that a lot, is I hate any team from Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone is on a team in Dallas, for whatever reason, I'm just not going to like them. Uh, so he played for the Rangers, so therefore I didn't like him. Yeah. That's kind of how that went. And all my friends liked him. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the best ever, and blah, blah. And I know he probably is, but it was just so annoying that I was like, fuck Pudge. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to, to catching, he is... The reason I liked him is because his name was Pudge. He was not right. the most athletic-looking guy. Um, he's only five foot nine. 
Um, he was over 200 pounds. Um, but I remember watching uh, when I was younger on ESPN. They had him come on. And they did this again recently after he got in the Hall of Fame. Um, and a catcher, your biggest thing that you want to do when you get the ball out of your glove is to try to get those four seams to get the the straightest ball you can. Because if you get a two seam, it's going to tail a little bit. You right. want that four seam. I don't know how he does it. Every single time, he had the perfect grip. Just, I mean, it's he has like a 1.5 pop time, something stupid. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he did play for Texas. He went to Detroit. Um, for a while, and then he kind of bounced around the rest of his career. You know, Toronto, Detroit, New York, Houston. Um, he bounced around there at the end there. But, I mean, he finished his career um, with almost a 300 batting average, um, which is phenomenal, especially for a catcher. And to me, when you were growing up, there was one of two catchers you liked. It was either Pudge or it was Mike Piazza. Yeah. That, I mean, to me, that was the uh, two. Mike Piazza is on my honorable mention, but it has nothing to do with his baseball ability. It was all because he had cool beard dues. <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, he played for the Mets. Uh, that, that's a whole different guy. But Pudge, I, I just – I wanted to be him so bad with regards to being able to play well, like you had, him. like, similar skin colors almost. And... Yeah, I mean, so it, it definitely worked there. But he, he was phenomenal. Um, one of the best catchers um, – that I've ever seen play, and I had to have him on there, so two is Pudge. All right, my number two is going to be for my favorite team, and that is Ichiro. Then now he's back on the Mariners. That's right, and he had like a hop on the fence, home run save or something the other day, I think. Yeah. Um, I haven't paid attention to him much recently, but the last time I actually cared about baseball a little bit was when Ichiro was like really good. Mm-hmm. And then I've always – um. Honestly, my sport fandom kind of goes with my what video games I'm playing or I have recently. And I haven't played baseball in a few years, and maybe that's why I don't care as much anymore. But I used to love having Ichiro on the baseball game because his swing and his little like yeah. runoff was so unique. Yep. It was like almost impossible not to get to get a single on a bunt because mm-hmm. he had like a three-step softball I mean, little he, thing. He's like, he's like 10 feet down the line when he hit, makes contact with a ball. Right, and he, would, and he would pull out home runs every once in a while. Because he was so little, everyone would freak out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a really good fielder. Just all yeah, around great. I mean, I don't know the. Ex- I'm sure there's someone else I'm forgetting. To me, he's the best foreign player, or Asian foreign player, because I know you like the Dominicans are technically like mm-hmm. foreign. Um, but he's like the best Asian player that's came over with the MLB. I'm sure. Again, there's someone I'm I mean, missing. There's Hideki Matsui. The- but he wasn't better. He wasn't better. He was good. He was but good. Uh, kind of like how Dirk to me is like the best foreign player ever. Right. But then mm-hmm. again, you're like, well, Matumbo, I guess was technically foreign, but you don't think of it that way. Right? I don't yeah. know. Um, so anyway, I really liked Ichiro, um, and I was a Mariners fan, so therefore I had to like him. When he left and went to the Yankees, didn't like him anymore. But now that he's back, like him again. For sure. Um, so my number one, I believe, is going to be your number one as yes. well. And that is KGJ, King Griffey Jr., um, George Kenneth Griffey, um, as his legal name states. Uh, he played 22 years, 13-time All-Star, 10 Golden Gloves, 630 home runs, which if he would not have been injured for that five plague seasons he had. I almost wish he would have just retired after before he went to the Reds. Before he went there. Um, I know he went there because his dad, you know, played. Um, then he went to the White Sox for uh, one brief year and then went back to the Mariners for a couple of years. Um, but, I mean, he just, that moonshot swing. Right. I mean, I that's mean, the reason why I couldn't hit anything. Um, <laughs> but I think he was everyone's baseball idol and for my age and your age group. Um I don't know of anyone else that was cooler. No, and I mean, I think the coolest thing, and I actually... Backwards hat. Yeah, 
is he was he made that cool. I mean, the only baseball shirt and he always I had own, a big fat diamond earring. Yeah, the only baseball shirt I currently own is of a Ken Griffey Jr. wearing Nikes doing the moonshot swing with yeah. his hat backwards. And I, I mean, was like, I mean, the picture. I mean, I've got picture of that big giant picture I have it in there is his moonshot swing with him doing batting practice with a backwards hat. Right. And well, just, mine's like an illustration. But, yeah. You know, you've um, seen it. Yeah, I have. I mean, he just one thing that didn't irk me was that he should have been the first ever player to have a hundred percent vote. To the Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, I think if he retired before he went to the Reds, he would have. But then again, he would have went early and people wouldn't have given to him. Um, I, honestly, I see, like, I get what you're saying. Who's going to say no? But then again, there's other guys who have had more consistency through their career that probably didn't get 100%. Or that didn't I mean, because he wasn't the first. Yeah. So, like, I understand why someone's like, well, this guy can't get 100% because he did have five shitty years. And he got injured all the time. Didn't See, do anything. But to me, five out of 22 years, you have over 600 home runs. You've got... Barry you, Bonds in the Hall of Fame? No. But he's also used steroids. Yeah. King Griffey Jr. did not. We we could clearly tell he did not use steroids. He just had fat face syndrome. Um, when his belly started getting bigger <laughs> towards the end of that, true. that career. But to me, that 13, uh, 13 All-Stars, the 10 Golden Gloves, and he has the... Tie for the most consecutive games in the home well, run. And he was fun eight. in home run derbies. Oh, yeah, he was. Which I think is underrated. I mean, agreed. I mean, I just, there's only two people who didn't vote for him. He had like a 99 point something percent vote into the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, I know people were trying to call for the ones that Now, didn't I will vote say, now that I'm an adult and I care about stuff other than just their abilities, he's a really shitty interview. Like when they have him on ESPN to talk, he's really not interesting at all. No, he's. And you, I was like, oh, this will be fun. They're going to have King Griffey on. And he's like, hit the ball. No. No, he just isn't isn't interesting for no. whatever. That's like a letdown, right? I agree. And and speaking of King Griffey, one one thing I, I wish would have turned out well is his son. I know we had talked about it. Um, he went undrafted in 2017, was picked up by the Colts, and then went to the Dolphins. And I don't know what team he's on now. Um, but that athletic ability his dad had thought would have transferred over and he would have just been some amazing football player. But – He's obviously good enough to make some teams, but yeah, I just I loved Ken Griffey so much because um, again, I tried having that moonshot swing, but that just it sucked. Right. The only thing I would do is either whiff or pop it straight up in the air. Yeah. So that rounds out my top five. Um, a couple honorable mentions. One I have to bring up, which is like my you know fourth cousin down the line, Matt Holiday. Yeah. Um, he was one of the few people to be able to choose whether he wanted to go to the MLB or the NFL. Um, I think it's smart you chose the MLB because you get. I mean, you got a hundred million dollar contract out of it. I was just like, you're not. I don't know. Like sometimes baseball, you're not going to be as known, but you're always going to get more money. You're going to get more money, and to me, depends on what you want. All right. Um, and I don't think football players you necessarily would get known, right? Yeah. I liked him a lot when we played for the Rockies. Yeah. But I always hated Albert Pujols and the Cardinals. No reason. I just don't like them. And so when he went to the Cardinals, I don't like him as much. But. Yeah. Um, I know geographically it made sense for him to be closer to family a little mm-hmm. bit, not so I get why I did it. Um, some one I have here is Vladimir Guerrero with his. I loved it, and I know I know this is one thing you brought up. He didn't wear batting gloves. Nope, he wore batting tape gloves. on his fingers, and that was it. And his swing was crazy on uh video games, and so I just always have on my team him and Gary Sheffield. I was like, Gary Sheffield's one I have. 
And I, I tried doing that a little bit in high school, and it. Oh, my, my friend Boone always done the Gary Sheffield bouncing crazy. Thing. Yeah, because I yeah. mean, the way you move, your eyes are moving, and so you can't focus on the ball, and it just makes it difficult. But he just was that talented, right? Um, one that I had to have on here is Randy Johnson. Um, I, seen I just on, only blew up a bird. Yes, I was just about to bring that up. I seen on Facebook. It was just a couple of weeks ago. You know, fifteen years or twenty years ago today, Randy Johnson defied the laws and destroyed a bird. Yeah, in case you haven't seen that, a bird flies in right at the perfect time. He's throwing a 100-mile-an-hour pitch, strokes the bird perfectly, just blows it, <laughs> it up. It just explodes. Yeah, um, it was crazy. Um, the other one I have here, Andrew McCutcheon. That's a good one. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he played for the Pirates. Uh, Mike Piazza mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I would have said Cal Ripken Jr. because I like him, but my friend Jared growing up, like, loved him. Mm-hmm. Right, like – own t-shirts and jerseys and shit. He had right? the longest consecutive. And then he goes, ah, I'm done. I'm he was every young out. white boy's dream. Yeah, uh, exactly. Jr. Um, and he was really good, but yeah. I just didn't love him as much as other people, right? For sure. Uh, Sammy Sosa, I have yeah, one he was here. actually next on my list. Because I loved that home run dance swing he had. Um, that was what sold me. And again, the 1998 home run race. And again, look up pictures of Sammy Sosa now. Oh, my God. He is yeah. wider than you, bro. I know. I brought it up like eight times on this podcast already, so if you haven't, you should. It's just so <laughs> fascinating. I don't understand. Um, but, yeah, Sammy Sosa. Someone I'm pretty sure you won't have, and, again, all this is another video game one. Mm-hmm. I've always had him and traded for him with Corey Hunter. I actually – I don't, but, I mean, he played for the Twins for a while. He was a right. great center fielder. I always liked Corey Hunter a lot. And then Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones the, was the awesome. W, the UW. Yeah. Was awesome for the longest time. He had the longest, well, at least that time, uh, no errors yeah, and golden gloves. And then he just started having error after error after error once it happened. And then Prince Fielder. I have Prince. Um, it sucks that he can't play anymore. Um, wish he could, but because of his, uh, he has something on his Fine. If he ever gets hit, he like he'll be paralyzed, so he yeah. can't ever play. Yeah, um, he got no money. Yeah, Mark McGuire is another one I have on here. He's always a bitch. Um, <laughs> I do have one that that Coopy had brought up actually, which is Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Um, so we have Coopy, uh, who's your <laughs> baseball player. The two baseball players she knew of was Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle. <laughs> We're talking before we were even born. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she decides to choose them, which. At least she knows a couple of them. But, yeah, I have, like I mentioned Chipper Jones earlier, um, Juan Gonzalez, um, and then we mentioned Manny Ramirez and then Daryl Strawberry. Um, again, I loved baseball. I still do. I don't get to watch it near as much. Um, I am excited uh, that my boy is starting to take an interest in at least hitting a ball. Um, we got a pitching machine uh, just this past week, and he is fascinated with the pitching machine. Um, he says he makes it blast, um, but I've just got to be careful because he try, keeps trying to touch the, the belt that turns around, <laughs> which would be very bad. All right, so that's about all we have this week. Uh, next week, we're going to do top five favorite munchie foods. All right. What we're going to go with. Um, and then, again, we say this all the time, no one cares, but eventually I mean, you got to make some extra ones because I know this May is going to be busy for you. Yeah, um, May and June will be busy. So we're going to have to figure all that out. But, again, like, subscribe, share, email us. Yeah, again, email us. And, Rusty, we appreciate the email. Man. And, again, whether you agree or disagree with us, um, we like to hear it. Because, again, there may be something that that's informative for us that makes us either change an opinion or 
you know, solidifies I just, it. Uh, I really like to know how people think. Yeah. And even though I don't think I will think like someone, I don't necessarily think someone will think like me. Huh? I think it's always good to try to get that other perspective if possible. Agreed. All right, so I'm going to share one more final random thing okay. I read this week. Um, apparently, by some researchers, they say there are four types of drunk people. Okay. Um, and so people fall into one of these four categories. They are the Hemingway, which has the same personality whether they're sober or drunk, the Mary Poppins, who goes from sweet and happy to even more outgoing and loving, <laughs> the Nutty Professor, a quiet introvert who becomes an uninhibited attention lover, or the Mr. Hyde, someone who suddenly turns hostile and irresponsible. I'm probably Mr. Hyde when it comes to whiskey. Um, yeah, it depends what you're drinking. <laughs> oh, for especially if it's just beer hanging around with some, like you guys, that's, that's I mean, different. Yeah, you do a lot of like smiley, hugging for sure. people and shit. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I would be somewhere between a Hemingway and a Nutty Professor. But they said you're one of four. To me, I'm. T- it depends what I'm drinking. Yeah, I agree. If I'm beer, I'll probably be Mary Poppins. But if I drink way too much Jack, and if someone says something a little wrong, I might turn into Mister Hyde. It happened way too much in college. Yeah, they didn't. I'm thinking Indians in it. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. All right, and then I'll get one more thing. Several times. Um, UFO sightings have reduced by over 80% since the introduction of smartphones and public access to <laughs> HD videos. Of course. Of course they have. Yep. Well, right. It's because the government's in our phones saying they're not real. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking CIA and FBI listening right now. You hear that? We're on the uh, That's right. Info Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. All right. Peace, guys. <laughs>